Okay, so this year, uh, so w- th- Wednesday night is, your Wednesday is Yom HaZikaron and Thursday is Yom HaZmut, except that they're not, right? Because Wednesday, Thursday is actually, uh, Wednesday is really, I'll tell you right now, Wednesday is really the second day of ER, and Thursday is really the third day of ER, even though Yom HaZmut, the day when the declaration of the state of Israel was made, the Declaration of Independence was signed, was Hayyar, the fifth day of year, which is Shabbos. So the question, because so, but if you go to Eretz Yisrael, and even, even here, working on it a little bit, uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna say Hallel and Shul on Thursday morning. We're going to, you know, in, Yom, in, in Eretz Yisrael, all of the celebrations, the Yom, Az, Yom Azikaron uh, commemorations, and then the Yom Azimut celebrations will take place on Thursday. In Israel, you know, the, the, you know, those, of course, those who celebrate Yom Azimut, uh, they, they shave on Yom Azimut, even though it's Sfira, they, they have music and dancing, etc. Um, it's a real, it's a real Yontif. We've spoken, I think, in previous years about that question of adding a Yontif and how that's permissible. But if once you assume that the addition of Yom Asmut as a as a legitimate yantif um, um, has as, it's similar to Purim, right? The real the real um, the premise, the entire premise of Yom Asmut is Purim because Purim was the first time Chazal added a new holiday, right? So Yom Asmut is the first is the first is all the examples. The whole sugya of Yom Asmut starts with the conversation about Purim and how Chazal started Purim and how that started and how that was allowed allowed to happen, etc. So once you take for granted that that's true, that Yom HaSemud is like Purim, it's a, it's a yontif, um, and it has a mitzvah, or the mitzvah Yom HaSemud is to say halal. Um, so if that's true, so then, um, so it has real halachic ramifications. It's not just a day when we, you know, have a blue and white cookie, or we, you know, give speeches, or tell a story, or whatever. It's a day that's, that's, that has real halachic ramifications. So then the question becomes, how could it be that when Yom Smoot falls on basically any day other than Wednesday, um, it it uh, gets pushed one way or the other. If you look at source number one. So this is a, this all this whole conversation comes from a tshuva from Rav, Rav Yosef Sirimon. Yosef Sirimon is the Rav of Alon Shvut Darom, the Southern Alon Shvut community. He's the rabbi in he's the the Rosh Yeshiva in um, there's a yeshiva in what's it called. Uh, um, what's it called? Machon Leiv. Machon Leiv is based medicine in Machon Leiv. Uh, Ramon is the Rosh Beit Midrash there. And he's like, Ramon has become, you know, really an uh, incredible leader in the, in the Dalit community in, in Eretz Yisrael. So, and his, and his Torah is now really coming to America a lot. Um, I follow him. I, I'm on a WhatsApp group with Ramon. People post trials to him and he WhatsApps you back with like this long list of like, takes you through the whole sugya, which he types out for you in, in, on WhatsApp. It's amazing. Um, just an amazing personality. So he put, he put out, actually, this morning, uh, it was last night, I saw a post from him about this topic. It's a tshuva that he wrote, actually, earlier. Um, and he basically writes as follows. The second line then. The fifth day of ER, the day when the, when the establishment of the state was declared. It can be Monday, it can be Wednesday, it can be Friday, or it can be Shabbos. That's just the way it comes out because of the, the now set calendar that we have. Okay. In the first years of the state, when, when Yom Matzmud would come out on Friday or Shabbos, 
So the decision was that the, of the Rabbanu HaRashid was that they were never allowed uh, Yom HaTzimut to be celebrated on Friday or on Shabbos. Why was that? They knew, right, uh, Yom HaTzimut is not celebrated only by Shomer Shabbos individuals. It's celebrated by the, by the entire country in Israel. And they knew that if they had, uh, they, we don't see, it's not 4th of July, right? Um, it's a halachic day. But to have a halachic day being celebrated in a way that will automatically lead to Chilol Shabbos, the Rabbanut said we can't do that. We can't establish a day where we're going to end up having people, you know, if, if, certainly if it's Shabbos, even if it's Friday. So they're going to go, you know, the, the, all the, the celebrations will go into Shabbos, etc. So they said, no way. If it's Friday or Shabbos, we're going to do it on Thursday. So then going back even a number of years before then, if it falls on Monday, they would push it off until Tuesday. Why? Because what comes before Yom HaTzimut? Yom HaZikaron. And they were nervous that if Yom HaZikaron is going to start the night, the night before, right, the, day be- the whole day before, so what's going to happen? It's supposed to start on Sunday. Mosei Shabbos then would start Yom HaZikaron. Any Yom HaZikaron program would, would be starting to get prepared on Shabbos. So because of the concern that was going to happen, so they, again, would push it only to to Tuesday. So it turns out, we, we got to the following scenario. It's only when Hebi'ir comes out on Wednesday do we have Yom HaTzimut on Wednesday. On, uh, sorry, Yom HaTzimut on the actual day, which is Hebi'ir. Otherwise, any other day, if it comes on Monday, if it comes on Friday, or it comes on Shabbos, it either gets pushed off or pulled back. One or the other. So, and that's what happens this year. This year, Yom HaTzimut is... Shabbos, right? Hey, B'er is, is Shabbos. So Yom HaTzimut is going to be celebrated in Israel on Thursday. So Yom HaZikron is Wednesday and Yom HaTzimut is Thursday. And the question becomes like, it feels like a joke, right? Like, what, what are you doing? How, we're like, we're like pulling a fast one. On like, and I think the reason it feels that way is because already Yom HaTzimut is like, a, it's, it's a, it has become, a, it's contentious a little bit in halacha, depending on your, you know, and also in terms of just a, different approaches in the halacha to the idea of creating a new holiday. It has not been accepted by all of Am Yisrael, right? Many in the Haredi world have not accepted Yom HaTzimut as a halachic day. Um, and then you start changing and it's not really this day, it's not really that day, it's on a different day. And why you? It's a, it, it became like a total, you know, there's a, you have certain people who said, if you dive in by Rav Shechter, Rav Shechter's minion, so they say only halal on Hei'ar, whatever day Hei'ar is. But then you have the whole yeshivas having Yom HaTzimut two days before that. And it's going to happen the same thing. It's going to happen the same thing this year. And so like, what do you, I don't, I don't know. I wonder if they're going to say halal in, in the base matters and why you want on Shabbos. Maybe they will. But this is, this goes on all, all the time. And it always bothered me. Like, why is that? How can that work? What does this really mean? Is this, is this real? Is this not real? So Ramon wrote a beautiful tshuva explaining the approach. Where does this come from? How can we do such a thing? And is that, and how is it real from a halachic perspective? Okay. Can you think of another example of any other holiday where the dates get shifted based on Shabbos or mitzvot that get changed or not done because of Shabbos? Tisha B'Av. If Tisha B'Av falls on Shabbos, then... Good. If Tisha B'Av falls on Shabbos, you push it off till Sunday. Good. Excellent. What else? Purim. Purim. Yeah, what about Purim? Um, so, for the fast day, you can't fast on Shabbos. Good. So, we don't have, we don't have Tanis Esther on, on Shabbos. 
We also don't have, Purim can come out in Israel. Uh, Shushan Purim can come out on Shabbos. That happened this year. We had Purim on Friday, but in Eretz Yisrael, they had Shushan Purim on Shabbos. So what do they do then? So we're going to see what they do. And that's actually going to be the source of a lot of the conversations. What do they do in Israel when Shushan Purim comes out on Shabbos? How do they make this, this change or this shift? Do they shift? Do they not shift? And by the way, there are many, many other examples of mitzvahs that we are supposed to be done on Shabbos, and they're not when they come out on Shabbos, for example. Rosh Hashanah, when, when the shofar, you don't blow a shofar on Shabbos. You don't pick up Dalaminim. Mitzvah You don't pick up Dalaminim on Shabbos. Right? You don't read the Megillah on Shabbos. All these things, that's Gzeir de Rabbah. Right? And what is the reason for those, for that, for that Gzeir of Chazal? Tell me not to blow shofar on Shabbos. Not to pick up a lulav on Shabbos. What's the concern? You don't carry it. Like yeah, the concern is maybe you don't know what to do. And you're going to bring it over to uh, a person who does know, right? So Megillah, for sure. I don't know how to read Megillah, but like we've had this, this year all the time. I, I, I don't know how to read Megillah, but someone else has a, has a kosher Megillah. Can I borrow it, right? And we'll pass it around. Right? I did this all day on, on Purim Day this year, right? Passing Megillahs around from different people to people. So because people need to read them in their house, etc. So if you're allowing people to do the mitzvah, you're going to find people carrying it with them uh, during the day. So because of the concern for Chilol Shabbos, what do they do? They eliminated the mitzvah on that day. Okay? Uh, but look at source number two. Source number two is Gemara Megillah and Daftalim Abedra, which says, the Kuliyama Mia Megillah Beshabbos Lo Karinam. We don't read the Megillah on Shabbos. My time, Amarabba Hakochayav Mekriyas Megillah, Ve'en Akobakim Mekriyas Megillah. Everyone has to hear the Megillah, not everyone knows how. Gezeira Shemi Lena Biyada Ve'yedich Itza Baki Lomot. So I'm going to bring it to somebody else to teach me. Ve'yavi Rena Arba Amos Rishiz Arabim. Vahanu Tamer the Shofar, Vahanu Tamer the Lulav, and the same reason for Shofar, same reason for Lulav, that there's a concern for Chilol Shabbos. What do you see? Chazal were able to push off or even eliminate mitzvos de Araisa at times, right? Torah level mitzvos, um, in order to avoid the, uh, in order to avoid Chilol Shabbos. Fine. Somebody asked me a question though, why Yom Atzimut wouldn't be different than. Megillah, Lulav, Shofar, etc. Why is Yom Atzimut maybe not? Maybe why is that maybe not a good proof? It's not a Delraita and Lulav and um, the other things are Minatora. Okay, so number one, those things are Minatora. But that, but just by the way, if those things are Minatora and we're allowed to push them off, I might tell you it's a Kavachomer. If I can push okay. off Delraita, is that a, right? But you're right, it's a difference. They are enough. But what else? What's the mitzvah of Yom Atzmaut? You said reading Halal. Halal. Yeah. What? Is that the only mitzvah? Yes. <laughs> so, Maybe Suda, but it's not really. Some people will only read it on Hey Er, and if we push it off, then how could you say Halal on a day? That's not the actual Okay, good. So that's one question. How can I say holiday is not the day? But I'll tell you, actually, even better than that, the, the examples of pushing off elements of the holiday of, of uh, Sukkah, of, of Sukkot and, and uh, Rosh Hashanah, those are because the, the mitzvah you have to do is a mitzvah that could lead to Chil Shabbos. Right? If I carry a lulav to Shul, or I carry a shofar, or carry a megillah, which is the mitzvah of the day, so, oh, so that might lead to Chil Shabbos. Okay, what's the concern here? 
the concern's not at all about the mitzvah, but more like what revelry does. Yeah. People yeah, people who, 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 first of all, anyways, some may or some may not actually even care as be, about whether they, whether they keep Shabbos or not. But even beyond that, the, the concern is not, it's not, the, it's not the celebration of the day from a halach, the having a mangal, right, and having a naknikiyot on your mangal, you know, the Israeli uh, hot dogs, you know, on a, on a barbecue. So that's, it's, it's like halacha Moshe Misinai. But it's actually not required at all as a part of the celebration of Yom Mot. It's a nice thing to have a Suda Soda. We do that in Yeshiva also. We have a Suda Soda. You know, but it's not required as part of the mitzvah of, of Yom Mot. The mitzvah of Yom Mot is to say Halal. Which, by the way, some argue might be, might be Daraisa, actually. If you understand the, the Chiv of Halal when there's a nace and the requirement always to say Halal when, when there's a nace that happens to Am Yisrael. But, but even so, even some Daraisa or Darabonin, it's you can say Halal on Shabbos. You can say Halal on Shabbos all the time. And saying halal on Shabbos doesn't lead to chil Shabbos, right? So I'm going to push off the whole day because maybe people will say halal on Shabbos. No, that's not a problem. You can say halal on Shabbos, right? The concern is that people having a, a party, a Shomatsmu party, which is not, there's no mitzvah of su'uda, it's not like Purim, right? Um, and by the way, even, the part, even, the, even if it was, a su'uda doesn't value Shabbos either, <laughs> right? It's the... Whatever's going to come along is shutting up fireworks and people getting ready and setting up lights and having music, whatever, all those things. It's the ancillary, ancillary celebrations, which are not halachic in, 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 per se. So don't worry. If Ramon asked that question, he says, I have a problem here. Because it, at first it seems like it's not good proof. So he brings you an interesting ritva. The ritva writes in source number three as follows. The ritva says, this is when it comes to, to Megillah, to Purim, he says this. Od Am Rusham, Aval Su'udas Purim Vesudas Rosh Chodesh. What about Purim Suda? So when, 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 when Purim falls on Shabbos, okay? so Shushan Purim this year fell on Shabbos. So what did we do? They actually read the Megillah on Friday. Okay? Even, even, in, even in Yushalayim. They read the Megillah on Friday. What did they do about the Purim Suda? I think they okay? it to Sunday. Ah, yeah. So, so, the, so it says here in the Yushami that Suda's Purim you push off. You don't do it early. You make the Sudas Purim after Shabbos. Why? You, want, you, could, you could have a Sudas Purim on Shabbos, right? You could have, all you have, it's a Shabbos meal. It's the same thing, right? But that's exactly the point, says the Yerushalmi. Because the Sudas Purim looks just like a Shabbos meal, what's going to happen? Be it won't be distinguishable. So maybe people wear funny hats, but it's, it's not going to look. It won't look different than a Shabbos meal. They'll drink a little bit more than than the Sudas, than your typical, hopefully, than your typical Shabbos meal. Um, but um, the hopefully is that hopefully it's more than Shabbos. Um, but the uh, but the point is, it, it, right? We push off the Shabbos the the perm Suda because if you don't if you don't push it off, so then it's gonna. It, you, uh, then what if the end of Suda's Purim became a nothing? And by the way, or the opposite, it looks so much like a Suda's Purim that would happen to your Shabbos meal. Right? Both are mitzvos. And you're going to end it, you mix them together. It's not like really in ma'arvin simcha v'simcha, but it's sort of like that. If you, push, if you mix them together, you're not going to know which is which. So what do we do? The halacha is, you actually push it off. The Ritva actually argues with the Yushami. He doesn't like it. But if you look in Shulchan Aruch, in source number four, that's how we paskin, like the Yushami. Yom chamisha asar shachal yos b'shabbis. 
Ein Korn HaMegillah B'Shabbos. You don't read the Megillah on Shabbos. And the Makdim in the Koros of Erev Shabbos. You read the, the, the Megillah on Erev Shabbos. Fine, now we understand because some might carry it on Shabbos, right? And then, and by the way, Vagova Mos Matonos Aniyim Umechalkim Osam Bo Bayom. And we actually have Matonos of Yonim on that day, on Friday. Ubiyom HaShabbos Motsiyin Shnei Sfarim Ubishnei Korin Vyav Omalek. You read actually the creation of Torah from for Purim on Shabbos, which is interesting. Ve'omim Ahanisim. We're going to get back to this in a second. You see Alanisim on Shabbos, which we're going to get back to. Ve'ain Osin Sudas Purim Ad Yom Echad B'Shabbos. And you don't actually have the Sudas Purim until when? The next day. But wait a second. Well, that's not wait a second. You don't have the Purim Sudas until the next day. Okay? So when, when, when it's Shushan Purim falls on Shabbos, we have Erev Shabbos, you read the Megillah, Motzei Shabbos, well, actually Sunday, during the day, you have the Purim Sudas. Right? That's why it's called Purim Mishulash. It's three days of Purim. Right? You have Friday, Shabbos, Sunday, all, all three of them have an element of Purim. So if you like Purim, then you like Purim that comes on Shabbos. Because you get a three for. How come I don't remember ever having that happen in my lifetime? Because you may not have ever been in Yushalayim for Purim. It means Shushan Purim. It's Shushan Purim. It's only true if it's Shushan Purim. It never happens. Okay. It never comes out that, that regular Purim. Uh, that Yudalid Be'adar comes out on, on Shabbos. That doesn't ever happen. It can come out on Friday, it never comes out on Shabbos. But if it comes out on Friday, then Shushan Purim comes out on Shabbos. So that's why in Eretz Yisrael they have this Purim Mishulash. Fine. Or some people, Purim Mishulash. Fine. So if that's true, and why is that? The Mishnah Brewer points out in source number five, why don't you do it on Shabbos? It's a Shabbos. It's your main Mishnah, right? She simchas otzliu bebezdin yatsazeh Shabbos and simchas of deishamayim. Shabbos is Purim depends on the bezdin. Shabbos depends on Kadosh Baruch Hu. You don't want to mix them up. Fine. He points out also so Mishloch Manos should be on Sunday because Mishloch Manos is connected to the Suda. So Mishloch Manos should be on Sunday. Fine. The whole story. But the bottom line is, is that you see that when you have a Suda, which is supposed to take place on Shabbos, would the Suda have been a chilo Shabbos? No. no. There's no issue of Chilo Shabbos with the Suda coming on Shabbos, right? There's no problem with that, right? But, the, but, the, but nevertheless, it's a Zilzal Shabbos. It's going gonna, it's gonna to impact Shabbos if I had this celebration on Shabbos. So forget, no, not consider Chilo Shabbos. But just the fact that it might impact Shabbos, what do we do? We push the, the Purim Suda to the next day. So now I have an example of a mitzvah of a Yantif, Right? which occurs on Shabbos, which will not lead to Chilo Shabbos, and nevertheless, Chazal tell us, push it off to the next day. Okay? Because we don't want it to be mixed in with the celebration of Shabbos. Okay? So that gives a little more footing now for this idea that, well, maybe Yom Ha'atzibu comes out on Shabbos. Uh, I should be a little, you know, there's reason to say not to celebrate Yom Ha'atzibu on Shabbos. Fine. However, what do we do with Alanisin? If you look in Shulchan Aruch, what did it say? Ve'omim al-anisim, when? On Shabbos. Okay? So now, ready? You actually do something on each of the three days. Okay? On Friday, you... On Friday, you read the Megillah. On Shabbos, you read the Kriyas Torah for, for Purim and you say al-anisim. So if you bench that day, whatever, you, in your davening, you say al-anisim. And then on Sunday, you have the Purim Suda. Okay? So let's ask the question then. The halal that we say, we don't say, and there's no halal on Purim. Right? The, the, by Purim, we say that the reading of the Megillah is like, is like the, the halal 
or maybe you don't need it. You can't say hal, you don't need hal, or whatever. But the bottom line is you don't say hal on Purim. So the question is, our, again, our mitzvah, let's go back to our mitzvah. Our mitzvah on Purim is what? Halal. Which one is the halal more similar to? Is it more similar to the mitzvah of the Purim Suda, or is it more similar to the al Hanisim? Al Hanisim, why? Right, it's something that you say. It's a praise of Hashem reflected, right, reflected in, uh, right, in the, in the liturgy, right? Okay, so you could say that. Fine, so if that's true, what, what might I argue? So what should we do? I could have said, say halal on Shabbos, and then have uh, the celebrations the next day or the day before or whatever, Right. Do the do the barbecues and the and the and the tekes and all that stuff. We do that after Shabbos or before Shabbos, and have. But halal is just on Shabbos, but it's not what we do. Right? That's not what they do in in Eretz Israel. They say halal the same day as the celebrations. So why is that? Why is that? So Rav Shechter would say, you don't. Rav Shechter would stop here and say, that's why we say halal on Shabbos. We say halal only on only on. Uh, again, I never heard Rav Shechter say it, so I shouldn't quote like that. He said it like this. But I, 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 I should check it out, actually. But that, I know Rav Shadda says you say halal, but every day, hey, Arias, that's when you say halal. Always. Because that was the day of the nace, so you say halal on the, on the day of the nace. Fine. So what's the svara, though, for those who say, not, and that, this is what goes on in, in most of, of, of Israel. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know of anywhere in, in Eretz Israel where they, you know, don't say halal until hey, yar. You know, uh, I don't know. Again, I'm probably wrong. There probably are some places. But the, the general approach is, is what Reverend Moon is talking about. So where does it come from? So I wanted to show you, uh, in source number seven, is the end of his tshuva. And he says something so beautiful about, and this is where Reverend Moon is, well, here's Reverend Moon, takes sort of like the hashkafa here, we're talking about how was going on here at the time of Yom Atzmaut, and brings it in all together to the, to the Psaq Halacha at the same time. So he says like this, Ulam l'maysa, practically We're not going to do that. We're not going to split it up and say halal on heyar and have the celebrations on a different day. Reishit, number one, in a different way than Purim, there were times when Purim actually fell on Shabbos. Right? Purim can fall on Shabbos. This happened before. And when that happened, Chazal said, yikes, you know what? We can't do this. We have to make sure this doesn't happen again. And they fixed it. Right? We're going to always do this three-pronged attack uh, for, for Purim to make sure that it doesn't happen that way. Um, it's never happened in the history of Yom Ha'atzmut, which is only a 73-year history, that Yom Ha'atzmut has ever occurred on Shabbos. doesn't mean that He'iyar never occurred on Shabbos. But that Yom Ha'atzmut, the day it was enacted as a holiday, it was already part of the takana of, of the Chachamim at that time that it would never be celebrated on Shabbos. So that was like part and parcel of the... You're going to tell me, yeah, but that's like right now. It's like the 1940s and 50s. And it's just, yeah, but this is why I think it's so cool, right? And we always talk about Chazal as like, you know, there's people who lived 2,000 years ago. Well, like in Eretz Yisrael, like, right, there's a certain element in a certain sense. The halacha is continuing. Halacha is always continuing to evolve. But in this element, in Yom Ha'atzmut, you see like, this is when whoever was alive, whoever the Rabbanim were then, whoever the Tamil were then, they made these decisions about what to do with Yom Ha'atzmaut. So they, they established the day of Yom Ha'atzmaut as never having been a day that occurs on Shabbos. So to say, I'll say Halal on Shabbos, because that's the real day of Yom Ha'atzmaut, it's not true. 
Because Yom HaSafut was never enacted on Shabbos. It was always set up from the moment it started to be a day that never happens on Shabbos. That's number one. And they said at that time, give it, say it on a different day. This is like part and parcel of the original Takana. If you accept that, that Yom HaTzimut was, was Nikan, was created as a Yantif, this is part of the Takana. It's a day on Heir, we say Halal, except if it comes on Shabbos. That's part and parcel of the way it was established. No Safakach, and additionally, additionally, There's another element within Yom Ha'atzmaut that tells me that it can't, it's part and parcel of what the day is all about, that it can't lead to Chil Shabbos. Why is that? Yom Ha'atzmaut nikba ba'ofen ekroni, how did, how did Yom Ha'atzimut come about? Right? How did the whole thing happen historically? Right? So the, the British mandate was about to expire. Right? And it was about to expire, I believe, right? Yeah, Yom The day the British mandate was supposed to expire was Shabbos. So if they had a choice, if you see the, if you've read any of the books, the Prime Minister, any of these books, they talk about that moment. Right, and they were, they were sitting in that room in Tel Aviv and trying to determine, I think it was in Tel Aviv, um, trying to determine where they were going to, when they were, if they should, they shouldn't declare, they should declare, America didn't want them to declare, and they were like deciding back and forth what they should do. Um, but what did they decide? Part of the cheshbon, when they determined, they decided to declare the state, was they decided not to declare it on Shabbos, on purpose. Even though Shabbos was the right time, it was midnight, on, on, on that day was the day to declare the state. And they said, we're not declaring this new state of Israel on Shabbos because it will lead to celebrations and, and to Chilol Shabbos. So they specifically wait, made it earlier and they, and they declared the day, it really would have been, right, probably really would have been Vaviyar. Right? And they declared the day on Heiyar because they wanted to make sure it wouldn't lead to Chilol Shabbos. Amazing. The, the establishment of the state of Israel was not made on time. It was made early in order to avoid Chilol Shabbos. If that's true, that's what they did 73 years ago, so that, that should educate and should tell us how to celebrate Yom HaTzimut. So why do we push it off? We push it off for the same reason. Because we're concerned for Chilol Shabbos. It's such a Kiddush Hashem that we're there. What other nation, push, if, if July 4th comes on Sunday, right? they don't push it off. Sunday's Sabbath, right? They don't push, we don't push off the, July 4th because it comes out on Sunday. We don't do that. We leave it alone, right? Um, right? In Eretz Israel, what does it turn out? There is no date for Yom Asmu in a certain sense. By the way, we have another example like that. What's another holiday that has no date? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. Shavuos. 
Shavuos has no date. Right? Shavuos has no date. Okay, so it comes out, it's above Sivan. But it's it not. It's 50 days after, 50 days after Pesach. Right? And it, and it, doesn't, it, doesn't, even, it doesn't even have a date in the Torah. Right? And just, it's just an interesting, right? everything we do, right? every time Chazal make a, taka, make a, make a Takana, and Rav Shechter always says this, you know, every time Chazal make a Takana, we always make it in a way that's similar to the Daraisa examples. So I'm just saying it's interesting to know, I'm thinking about as, as we're reading this, that Ramon's pointing out that in a certain sense, it's like he didn't say this, but it's almost like Shavuos. Right? Shavuos doesn't have a date. Right? So in a certain sense, Yom Ha'atzun Ke'ilu has no date. Right? Um, and why? Elohu Mishtana Behetim Lachash Hashom Mechilo Shabbos. It shifts depending on when Shabbos is because that's how it was started. Zuhi Atzma'ud Amriti. That's real independence. Right? Okay, wait. Yeah. So then I'm not following. Why would Rav Shachter say that we still need to say Halal on Shabbos if it falls out on Hey E-R? If we just said the date isn't really significant, good. And the date is only hey er because bav er at the time the state was declared was on Shabbos. Then why wouldn't we be saying halal on the day each year that we designate as the day we're going to celebrate Yom Ha'atzmaut? Good. So I can't speak for a chapter. I have not had a conversation with Benes. So I don't want to. I don't want. We can say or any others, individuals, any other Tamil who say, say hal and, and hey, or where did that come from? So they're going to argue that in the end of the day, the fifth day, it's a whole conversation, by the way, why was hey, er chosen as the day? Maybe hey, er shouldn't be the day of Yom Maybe Yom Maybe Yom should be the day when the Milchem and Hashichur was finished, right? when, they finally, when, the, when the Independence Day War was won. Maybe that's when we should make Yom Maz. But the bottom line is we, they chose hey, er, and a lot of discussion in the postgame why they chose that day. But those who argue the opposite direction would say, in the end of the day, Yom, the day of hey, er is the day of the Nis. Right? It was the day that we declared independence, and then independence stuck. Right? So they would say the Hei'ar was the Yom Hanes. If that's the Yom Hanes, what Ramon is saying here is, a, is a, I think, it's a Chiddush. But I think it's a beautiful Chiddush. But it's a, but it's a, it's a Chiddush. I've never heard anybody say this before. I think it's so nice. But that, that, that it's, it's part and parcel of the way the day was established, that it shouldn't have an official date, and that the date should shift based on Shabbos. But, it, but again, this is a, uh, you know, I, this is this is not. I, I, again, the fact that I haven't heard it doesn't doesn't mean that others haven't said it before. But I never heard it described in this in this manner. And I think it, 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 it's very much the way you would describe like other yom tovim. And I think that we sometimes don't give yom Atzmut the credit as a. It's like the stepchild of the holidays. You know, it's like not given the credit of you know what it what it should what it should get. Yeah, it's not really yom yeah, in America, I'll obviously halal without a bracha. I have my, my, my nephews visiting from, from Israel right now. And he's, he's here with his, with his kala. They got engaged. And they came to visit the family. My grandmother is so nice. So we were talking last night with them. And they said, like, what's the story in America with Yom Ha'atzmaut? So I said, I'll tell you something upsetting. I'll say, we say halal. I said, but without a bracha. They're like, without a bracha? Like, what's wrong with these people? You know, because, right? That's like what we are in America. We don't treat it like, uh, we don't treat Yom Ha'atzmaut with the, with the requisite. There's a reason why. There's a lot of discussion in the post game. You should or shouldn't or whatever. But but the bottom line is here you have a Ramon who's like, what are you talking about? This is this is a yantif. Any other yantif? And let's explain how the yantif was set up. And based on the on the on the, the thought process at the moment that this that this miracle took place, we should establish the continued celebration of that yantif, which I think is very cool. It's very cool. So Rishatha would say, you go very simply. You go based on the day of the nace. The day of the nace is Hayyar. So it's always Hayyar. The, the Ramon's argument is, no, you go based on the mindset 
that was in the, in the minds of those who established the state at that, at that time, even now when you celebrate the day. Fine. And I just love this line, Zuhi amitit. this is real independence. What's the celebration? The celebration is we're no longer under the, right, the mandate of anybody else. We can make our own rules. We can establish our own state and our state is going to actually do the first act Right, of statehood, of independence of the Jewish state is to create a, an independence day that will never evolve, involve Chilol Shabbos. Right, that's the, the first thing we're going to do as we establish the state. Yom Ha'atzmut shenikbah yedei Malchus Yisrael. Yom Ha'atzmut shenikbah behetem l'shmir Shabbos. Yom Ha'atzmut that by definition will never allow Chilol Shabbos. Nimsa shekviyas Yom Ha'atzmut bizmanim shonim k'edim noa Chilol Shabbos tells you what the state is all about. Which I think is an, an amazing, amazing way to talk about it. Right? That the, we, we sometimes complain. Yeah, we got a state of Israel, but this, you know, it's not, so, it's not really a religious state and there's so many things that go on that are not, that are not, not Jewish and difficult and whatever. It says you should pay attention to, to, the, to the amazing, the, even, the, the, even the, the infancy, the very first day, the very first moment of a state revealed what the state is supposed to be all about. So we say halacha lemaya. So what should we do? Laor ha'amur bechol shana yishlin hot lachkog yom atzmut biyom shenikba bechok lachkog bo et hayom kenyelim noach chiloshamis. The way we should celebrate yom atzmut every single year is in a way that will make sure that there is no chiloshamis. V'zewa tarich heikarib otashana, and that is the real date for yom atzmut. Zehu yayom shaomrim bo es hahalel. It's the day you should say halal. V'zehu hayom shemutcha bolhit kaleach. And the day when you can shave. Yachad imzo. Beyom hei bi'ir. Ain lomar tachanun. But still, if, if they have ear, you still don't say tachanun. Kedevan shebo bayom ira hanes. Shahachraz alamitina. Because at the end of the day, that was the day that the nes happened. So, can't say tachanun on that day. It doesn't make that, that you can't do. But the day of actual celebration, the real day, is the day that avoids chilo shabbos. Yodul Hashem chastov niflosot ne adam. We should thank Hashem for all the amazing miracles He gave us. We should see our state continue to grow and to be built. To be open more. To be a state full of Kedusha, of holiness and purity. That's where Ramon's approach the Yoma smooth that's pushed off to me, the best answer I've ever heard for how to, uh, how to explain this thing. There are lots of uh, op- you know, arguments to be made you know, the other direction, and this is also fair, but I think it's a really uh, beautiful way to, to look at the state and look at the day. That's what I got. I like it. <laughs> me too. Very beautiful. Very 